start off by telling you to sit still, buddy. Okay, because I've got ants in my pants. Hey, you've got ants in your pants, and you don't know where to put your hands, and you don't know if your jumper's bitting you, but your jumper looks no. very lovely. Yes. Yeah, and you look very lovely. And oh, thank special you. Special award behind your shoulder looks beautiful. We can notice that. Yeah, yeah. So there's special award for the princess of the year. So that is perfect. Yes. But funnily enough, I was looking at the Dropbox this morning and I was going through the different cohorts of um, apprentices. And I came across that, you know, have you have you seen the picture of the circle of me in the middle of the circle? The, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With, with you coming out of the circle, kind of trying to listen to what I was what I was saying. That's the first time we met. It um, was. Which was quite funny because that, that was such a massive workshop. And I think what happened at the time was that the BBC had decided that they could only do one day rather than two or something. So we had to combine yes. two days together. And it was a huge, huge workshop. It was. And, and you derived, I think it was something ridiculous, like two hours ahead of everybody else because you were scared that you weren't going to get there on time and you were having to take the bus, weren't there? I, I, and that is the story of my life, actually. Yeah, because I took the bus from up the valleys all the way down and because you know transport doesn't actually uh, run on time all the time um i had to make sure that i got here got to the um to the center i can't remember it was it Envis, Envis, the studio oh, yeah yes headless yeah, one yeah and, and um and basically there, there wasn't any public transport really was there you had to walk as well from the station didn't you i was sweating literally yeah. sweating um, and, then, yeah. and then nobody told me that we had somebody that was profoundly deaf, if, if you don't want to tell him to say in it, but nobody informed me beforehand that there was somebody that was profoundly deaf going to be in the workshop. So that was a shock to me. Oh, no. but, but I think we bonded from that day, really, didn't we? But we did. O over the adversity of not knowing each other. <laughs> I just remember, because I think I saw your... I think your husband was working that day with you. Yeah, yeah. And and he was like like a door bouncer, and I, I was like, hi. I was yeah, I was pretty nervous. And uh, from that day, um, and I met you all and stuff, you know, in before, um, allowed me that chance just to say, hey, look, you know, I'm yeah. hearing impaired. And um, I don't, I can't remember not putting it on the form. No, but we didn't see your form because it was BBC. They hadn't shown us uh, the form. That was the point. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think that's what it was actually. That the, yeah, that it was something. It was the first year they'd done it in that way because normally the forms were coming to us and they'd changed right. the system, and it was the first time that we hadn't seen the forms beforehand, which was great. So yeah, I can imagine that was a shock to you guys. Yeah, Cause, um, yeah, because at one point it was really really serene and there was no one there just me and you guys um, and then suddenly it was an onslaught of everybody and um yeah it was just too much to take in because the hearing aids i had were nhs ones so they can only pick up everything i mean and that was just like i was like <laughs> i was, oh, God, yeah, was overwhelmed so everything on this thing yeah and then yeah i mean I imagine it's so noisy then yeah but um yeah. but you guys made my transition through that that whole workshop much easier than um, I've done auditions in the past. And uh, yeah, I can see why I didn't get the job because I mean, it was just overwhelming, but um, yeah, literally you guys, once you knew, yeah. you knew and you know, and made it, yeah, it wasn't a case I, of like- And I, I, I think that's the thing about us in school company that if we do know, we'll do everything we can yeah. to help, yeah? 
Definitely, definitely. Yeah. That day was seamless after that. Well, I say seamless, but... Um... Yeah, can I remember you were putting labels on bottles. That was your task in the ad department that year, wasn't it? It was. Cutting things out of newspapers um, and magazines, making a mood board. And I was teamed up with somebody who was also going with the for the art department assistant um, apprentice um, position. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, I never felt really... Um, I don't know, placid and like, you know, and scared. And at the same, there was a load of emotions because we had to go through a lot. And it was the bottles, um, yeah, and the mood board, which for some reason I called boogie board for oh, like, yes. oh. and and everybody was like, and I even carried that through when I went <laughs> actually got the, you know, I went through and yeah. yeah. And you were still calling them a boogie board, yeah. I was, uh, uh, yeah. Um, over the apprenticeship and everyone's going no it's mood board and I was like no I call it yeah. a, bo a boogie board because it literally has to make you excited yeah. you know and, and, and uh, I think, but I think maybe that's what you heard you think years ago point, yeah yeah at some point you know, some somebody point, called it a boogie board heard, yeah that's what stuck to you <laughs> and then you know the other thing that I really remember about you was when you got your new hearing aids you'd been in this company for a few weeks probably but then you'd been yep. you'd been working in BBC you'd come back and then you had your new hearing aids and you were really showing off. And then you said to me, why the hell, why are you talking all funny? I said, I'm not talking all funny. And it was yeah. people were hearing me properly for the first time. You said, you've got, you've got this funny accent. Why are you talking? <laughs> I'm not brilliant, <laughs> for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, because it was really weird because the old hearing aids didn't pick up just sound. It picked up everything. So it, it, it wasn't digital. As such, it was the new ones were absolutely pinpoint. You were speaking, and everybody else um, kind of like fades out until they speak and stuff like that. There was no no um, unobscured sounds, if that's put it put it that yeah. way. But yeah, I was like, oh my god, yeah, is that what you sound like? Because <laughs> because everybody sounds really different through different things i mean you know I, i'm not sure about headphones and stuff like that but yeah um yeah you did you sounded really welshy well, which i am obviously yeah. but it's a different kind of welshy isn't it yeah. it's not really in welshy yeah and nadine well you know that, that was proper that i yeah, couldn't really understand her half of the time yeah she was <laughs> yeah yeah i was just like yep i, I just agree with her whatever because i couldn't really understand her but she is proper valleys now <laughs> but the other thing that was great i thought because your cohort were quite small i think we only had about 15 or 16 apprentices then yes and um we had different people coming in to talk to you every now and then and some of them let's say weren't showing you the right kind of respect that the that we were doing as skill company and yes the whole cohort became very very protective of you which was wonderful to see yes yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, it's hard to explain, but I'll try. It was something that I haven't had in the in the past. I mean, I've got friends and stuff like that, and they are very protective and you know, very make sure that I'm okay. But um, yeah, in an in professional in a professional environment, um, as Skill Cymru and the the learning environment, I've never had that. And yeah, and it was like they would. There were some tasks that um, we were given, and I absolutely didn't hear what they were, what they wanted. Um, and then they would kind of like, yeah, it was like 
demeaning in a one way because they're talking to you like a five-year-old and you're you know technically at that age i was pretty old um 48 i think and um technically technically um i understood what they were asking but not what they were what they wanted you yeah. know so yeah. um and then the the class was like she shouldn't they they shouldn't yeah. be talking and nobody should be talking like that and he shouldn't be talking to you like that and yeah, yeah. And they became they became very close, and if I needed that little bit of assistance, and that was something I've never had before. And uh, you know, in a classroom environment, sometimes you know, I always I always felt really bad because it was, I just look at somebody and go, what's going on? Really nice, and yeah, skill Kumri made that trans you know the transition into the classroom and the workplace um, much more seamless, and knowing that people just looking out for me for me was you know not because i had special needs but because you know at the end of the day, i couldn't hear what some people yeah. were saying do, do you know what else well it, it taught me as well something that i hadn't worked out before i must admit when we had somebody which needed somebody that needed maybe a little bit more help different help whatever we all learned as well and the whole co cohort were learning yeah <laughs> i think that's a great thing though Really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're learning, then then it's it's helping me. You know, it, it's all about um, understanding and educating yeah. each other. You know, yeah. in because there were people from all over the country, um, and some people that I've never met before, and you know, and I had to learn about their cultures and their skills and where they've come from, and you know, so yeah, you're. You're constantly learning in that environment and yeah if you guys are learning i mean at one point i know you said did i want an interpreter and i was like yeah. no because i'd like to keep my eyes on that and that's when i got the technology and you know the encouragement was really really outstanding that's all i can say it made it easier to learn in the, in the environment even against adversity on some of the tutors you know and sometimes it's hard when you've got one person who needs that just a little bit more help um, to it, to not let it impact everybody else by yeah. so I understand it, it it's a case of balance you know and yeah skill comrade like well you know I can't, can't say enough of, of how easy it was and I've never been in the classroom even when I was a kid never had that kind of support if that makes sense yeah that's and, great though that's that's great to know you know yeah yeah i'm glad i'm glad you need you yeah because you need that because anybody that comes after me with learning difficulties or hearing impairments or sight impairments i think you know you guys are on board yeah you know, well we you guys the year after you actually we had another profoundly deaf person who did work through a sign interpreter so you know you prepared the ground really you know it wasn't yeah. a problem because we don't like it had bodies so it was fine we knew yeah. what we were doing so you know that's that that put us in a good place really which is great isn't it so tell me it a little was. bit about work then because it was bbc and it was this it was a studio environment and you know you went to work on public home for yes. quite a while and you really settled in really well apart from yeah Apart from what let's just say when he walked across the studio floor with a box of props when they were actually recording. So we talk yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. I was already um, pre pre uh, previously to the um, 
the apprenticeship, I was working also um, with Publicum as their graphics department. Um, and yeah, um, so I was learning um, how to, because I came from a theatre background. So where, where I was before, um, I was literally directing, artistic directing and producing and stuff in theatre in the community. Um, and then I went through a little bad patch and, and then I had help um, with trying to get back in, into the, into the um, work environment. And um, yeah, so I went to work experience for 10 weeks with Publicum and they were like so impressed. Um, they asked me to stay another uh, 10 weeks. So that was 20 weeks. Um, and then doing the graphics for them and the motions and, and just being an assistant basically in the graphic department. Um, yeah, it and, was. And then I remember you said that you met, you came across Misha and Lucy. Didn't yeah. You? The, the, yeah. The, where the apprentices were, or had been apprentices at least. Yes, there was two apprentices, uh, previous apprentices from Skill Cymru. Um, yeah, and me, I came across Mish. Um, wow, that, that's all I can say is uh, she was like a whirlwind. And I'd never met, you know, I've, I've met art directors from Publicum, worked with them, graphic side and stuff like that, but I never knew um, about the apprenticeship or anything like that. Or, you know, I just thought, these people just dropped in from wherever they did um and it was yeah i met mish and she was i remember her podcast now you know she said she was messy everywhere and you know and it was yeah, yeah when yeah. i was on the hot desk and pretty much working on the end of the hot desk because she had taken the whole lot up um but i got to work with her and you know doing helping her with the graphics and stuff like that because you know they haven't got time art the art director set the decks don't have that time to sometimes just be there 24 7 so yeah so i got to work with her and follow her around on the floor and you know and have that experience um and i was like yeah i like this and i kept on saying to me i really you know i really like um standing by the standbys and and, and looking what they're doing and and she was like well you know, this is something you could do. You know, we had that conversation and um, she said, well, I came from the apprenticeship. And I was like, you know, and I was like, what apprenticeship? And then that, through that conversation, um, the the next year's apprenticeship, which was um, 2017, was coming up for the, um, what do they call it? The auditions? Do you call them auditions? No, recruitment it, workshops. Recruitment workshops. <laughs> It was like an audition, trust me. But yeah, so Mish did mention it. And then um, I went for a job um, in the BBC um, and I applied for one. And I, sadly, I didn't get it. But then um, working on Publicum, I was learning and I was constantly that because I love learning. I love learning new things and stuff and finding where I fitted in the art department if I wasn't just the graphics guy. Um, and Mish always encouraged, and she was really encouraging. Yeah, no, meeting Mish was probably the the key to where I am now because she gave me that knowledge. Um, and she was, oh, yeah, all I can remember is encouragement, but lots of laughter and lots of crazy moments where I went, oh my god, yeah, because it it's it might be a slow pace feel like a slow paced um, environment because they're they're good at what they're doing and they've been doing it over 
yeah, years. Seven, I think yeah. 17 years or more. more I think more, 50, is it like yeah. 50 years or something like that, you know. Um, but um, yeah, I really did feel at home and Mish and the other art directors literally um, just made me feel that this is a course you could go, you know, this is something you could do. This is um, an angle. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wasn't just the graphics guy. I ended up being the art department assistant as well as doing the graphics. And then then the applications form came up and they were like, do it, do it, you know, do it. Because I got turned down from that one job and they were like, no, this is the way forward. This is learn. And uh, yeah, so I applied and yeah, but yeah, niche and was- it And it worked. It did, it did. I came came through your workshop, um, and then I I got into I got the position, um, art department assistant, art department assistant apprentice. There you go. Yeah, and it's just such a long title, and yeah, it was. I even though I knew what the what was required, I didn't realize um, the impact the impact when you literally working with everybody i mean you're working with production designer to all the way down to probably the mailman <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, yeah. it just sounds really weird yeah. it, and that is true isn't it you know that's it, yeah you're a cog in that whole machine aren't you you are you yeah. are and you can you can see how how it all all works you you know that was the time when i saw it all working with and thinking about it and thinking about the process and yeah with mish um yeah, she, because I, I joined and she was still art director. So that was easier for me to just go, wow, yeah. But um, yeah, no, I met Mish and that was um, amazing. Um, I'm just trying to think of other names. There's so many other names and it's just yeah, like, there's no, yeah, like it's, it's, it's just really, like there was, yeah. they were coming and going, they were coming and going, they're all on contracts and stuff yeah, like that. But yeah. the main the main ones that uh, stayed, and John Thompson, which was the uh, production Thompson. designer. And Owain in Casualty as well, he helped. Yeah, yeah, Owain yeah. in Casualty. Yeah. And then there was, um, oh God. There, there, there was such a long list of people working in, and I was just a small part of that, but became um, became part of the cog. And with me, I added that that um, that extra that extra pair of hands, extra pair of eyes, ears, technically. Um, yeah, and it was the things that I saw on Publicum set me for Doctor Who because I went to Doctor Who. Um, and from Doctor Who, I went to Casualty, and uh, yeah, I could see myself, you know, the learning curve. I mean, with Skill Cymru, we, we had to come back and do the, um, we had to do the coursework, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which um, teaches us to, to stop a minute, because it's easy doing, it's easy doing and, and getting into that, but it, it's about what ha what have you learned and, yeah, and, what, and how to evidence what you've learned maybe yeah yes yeah and how to to make make sure that you've done it safely and you know and so the court the coursework it was just so hard it was because so <laughs> i like doing i'm really practical and i love it but when it comes to the theory i'm like oh, I've got a headache. Yeah, it, it wasn't that bad i was your sir. come on <laughs> it was not it that was, bad 
<laughs> no, no. I look back now and I think, gosh, that was the easiest time, you know. Exactly. And easiest time. I know, yay. I did, and it did. <laughs> and but the hard work, because I was literally um traveling, I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning yeah. and catching the bus still. Um, and then trains and then walking to the studios down in Roflox. And yeah, and people people didn't understand that. I mean, people knew that I, I was coming in, but it didn't from the valley, yeah, but, but they didn't know I was know catching what, the train. I, I think people, they don't think of that practicality because they probably wouldn't do it themselves. No, no, no. Like that you, you know, that you had 14 hour days because you were three hours on public transport, you know. I was literally getting home around about nine o'clock-ish. And uh, yeah, and then I, I was just falling into bed. And then I was back up at five. And it, and it felt really weird, but it shows dedication, resilience, because I don't think a lot of people would have done 14 to 20 hours, you know, because sometimes, you know, I wasn't leaving the office till six, seven, and then I'm get, getting home, eating, yeah. Um, wow. I don't need, I look, but I do look back. It's, it's eat, work, sleep, and that repeat. Eat, work, sleep, <laughs> Yeah, it is. Isn't that really going but I love but, but yeah, then, I loved every moment. I loved every moment of that. Yeah, shift further a bit now then, because I yep. remember you'd finished your apprenticeship. We, we knew you we were going out, and then we we were encouraging you to learn to drive, <laughs> which you did, thank goodness. And then you came to see us in the studio, didn't you? And Because yes. we were looking for a job. And then I can remember yes. tracking you down, because there were two art departments with, within yep. the studio then. Time or does yes. it work then? And I took you to see two art directors. You did. Which worked because then you ended up with a job on what? Where? Um, on industry, with um, which Bad Wolf and HBO industry. Um, and oh my gosh. Yeah, that day, that day I came to you because A, I was driving and because I wanted just to, to ask you some questions about where do I go from the apprenticeship? And because I, I came out of the apprenticeship and because I'd worked in prop department more than I had um, the, the set decks and stuff like that. And I had a career plan um, because of the skill camaraderie and the apprenticeship scheme. I, you know, and I felt like it was just careering off to the, the, the path that I didn't need or I didn't want, sorry, yeah. I want to do. Um, and yeah, so I came to you that day because I'd taken a job in Wilco's just to learn prop. Uh, it sounds really weird because merchandising is a, is technically a retail prop store. Yeah, and, I get what you're and, yeah. and I wanted to learn management of incoming and outgoing and where it goes and stuff like that. And it sounds really weird, but it does work because when, yeah, I came to you guys and then um, we went next door to Discovery of Witches, which was amazing. And actually I met some people that I'd already worked with, um, but they the, the industry word is crewed up. So they were yeah. crewed up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a shame because they were like, yeah, we would have taken you on yeah. had you not been yeah, yeah. crewed up. And it was, that was just a matter of timing, wasn't it? We were in yeah. bad time. And, it, and then we went to... Um, the industry side which was just literally getting out of um pre 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 production yeah, where yeah. You know, they started crewing up themselves and we met steve summerskill um award-winning you know um emmy award-winning i was like dead excited to see him but you know when he when he mentioned his name it goes oh you know you just want to hate it it's just amazing a most amazing moment because he was like um can you do um 
the art department coordinating are you good at that and I was like oh, no not really <laughs> even though I'm good at paperwork I mean I've done production before I yeah never been at that level never been to award-winning you know running around Steve Summers girl and I was like yeah so no no, no. But he passed my, uh, yeah, it went then through the motions. He passed me on to Anthony. Um, I don't know Anthony's last name, but he was amazing. He called me in. Now, I'd only been driving three months. And he said, um, can you come down now? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'd never driven technically on the motorway, like, you know, in a, in a fluster and, and all of that kind of thing. But yeah, I did. And, and I came in for a coffee with him and he said, can you do this? And I went, yep, I can do that. And we went through all the, um, the technical sides of it. Can you do SketchUp? I said, yep, I can do that. And he was like, so what, what do you want to do? I said, I'd like to either do props and work my way. Because I told him about the, my career goal that we had set, which yeah. was to be set decorator. But I was honest with myself and said, I'd rather come in at props. And he was like, okay, um, we'll, we'll see who's coming on board and, you know, you know we'll pass you the details on. Um, and even though I could do all the technical sides, um, I just wanted to go from the career path that should have been taken, which is come out of the apprenticeship and do a traineeship um, or a juniorship. And I got the phone call. Um, oh, it was like somewhere in May would you like to join us? Oh, and it was from Sarah Didsmore. And oh my God, another person after my own heart because it was like, you know, that moment where you go, da-da, everything just slotted into place. And yeah, with Sarah's help, um, I joined Andy Vinan's team of uh, prop men um, for prop dressers. And um, yeah, it was really, really amazing experience. And yeah, everything that I learned from Mish all the way up through to Owain um, at Casualty and being in just all made sense, all yeah, made sense. Even though I was, a, yeah, I was a trainee, everything had set up to, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, so without sounding too big at it, I have the skills of, of many things yeah. in the art department and yeah. TV or theater production and, you know, and transferable skills to TV. Yeah. But because of my confidence, I had none. I literally, so this was like coming out of the apprenticeship, you know, with some confidence and you could, you could see it building up. And because of skill cumbering, and I have to say the BBC Academy, um, absolutely, it starts to make sense of why you went through the, the sleepless nights of doing your, your coursework, you know. Um, yeah, and and little voices kind of like in your head kind of thing, you know, go, um, remember not to do this. And remember when somebody's speaking to you and you don't have a clue, just say you, you don't know, you know, and if you don't know, you don't know. Um, yeah, of course. And, and, yeah, and keep busy and, and you know, if it means sweeping the stage or... Yeah, you know, yeah, keep looking for something to do. Yeah, yeah and, and never be too idle because, you know, and, and things like that, and you, you, you do, you, you start going, right, okay, what can I do? You know, and the people I worked with, um, Stuart Wally, he was my charge hand and for the big, biggest part of it. And technically I went from apprenticeship to trainee to you can do this and you know you can do it, so let's do it. And if you don't know, we'll show you. And they showed me so much more. And then, um, yeah, with Stuart, it felt like 
it was leading. He was like, well, look, you want to get to set deck. This is the way to do it. And they gave me all the advice. But the hard work with the advice is, oh, my gosh, driving helped so much. Yeah. Because we, I, mean, we all, I think it's easy enough for us to tell you that, isn't it? But it's so experience. Yeah. Really yeah. I remember Owen saying to me, because I was just at the end of um, my time at, on the apprenticeship. And Owen did say, you know, this, if you want to come back to even the BBC, you have to drive because you need to get to location. You need to do this. So my one advice to any form um, coming up apprentice is literally drive. If you don't drive, learn to drive. I know sometimes economically it doesn't work out, but it, you know, with the apprenticeship, I was able to pay for lessons and, you know, and I didn't have that. I didn't have that chance to before because when you're earning, you, you know, it, it helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 absolutely. Thing, isn't it? Yeah. An instructor. My I had a good driving instructor um, who didn't shout. My first driving instructor was shouting oh, at me all the time, and I was saying, like, "Yeah, yeah." Somebody was yeah. in there shouting, and you yeah. yeah. And yeah. the NHS hearing aids heard everything, and I mean traffic noise, everything, and I would, yeah. and and I go home, and I'd be really upset because I'd like, well, I'd like to learn without you shouting at me because yeah. you're really, I'm really angry. And the second one was through a friend, and he said go with this guy and literally um i just got the new hearing aids as well and he was like i know you can hear the road and i know you can do that he said you you literally talk through all what you do you know where you work and what he said yeah. i know and and at my age sometimes when you get a confidence knock you have to rebuild that up and, no, to have, and yeah, everybody and the apprenticeship scheme helped me to build on on that confidence yeah um yeah and then so, so let's, to driving. instead of talking about the past now then where next yeah. you think where, where next where, where are we on the five-year plan oh gosh i'm it's 10 years now because don't forget um, okay. it's a 10 year because the five year is i'm three years if, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because of get, COVID, three years. Yeah. yeah, so so technically it's the 10 year, um, which is to become set deck, um, set, set decorating and all that. But yeah. it's also to, to learn new skills um, and not just in the prop department. I mean, I've done um, prop dressing, standby, um, and I know that the, the skills that I've learned through what Andy taught me and what Stuart taught me, um, the oyster of the art department but lately lately um i have been looking at taking courses in um production of oh, sorry um art department coordinating okay. so literally um i've been calling you know various production companies and you know and training production companies and saying i'm not ready to to take a full role because i don't feel confident enough to take that full role but have you got any juniorships coming up um yes in the prop department or the set deck department um and they're all like yeah 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 um, your name's come up on the search or you, you things are happening yeah um, and i'm not even realizing but um it's it's that the production side of it because once i know um the administrational side i'll understand it's really weird i don't know what i just don't know why but i just think that the next step is the administration side of the art department. So then I get that better understanding because as a prop man, you're just carrying, you're just doing, you're yeah, just and, making. And you just see your own little bits as well, don't yes, you? Yes, you are. See where it can yeah. be in the whole picture. Oh, yeah. that, that, I think that, that's a really good idea. 
and because there's much more calls out there. I mean, and, and in downtime, see, this the problem is a lot of people think the industry, everybody just works 24 seven, uh, you know, and, and it, it's not like that because some contracts are for six months, some contracts are three months, um, some, some contracts are 11 months. And then for tax purposes, whatever the reason is, you, you have downtime more than you do in any other regular job in the, yeah, in the yeah. creative industry. And this happens across the board. I, I thought it was just the TV industry, but it, it's a lot of, um, um, in the social media, you know, every, everybody has downtime or contracts and stuff like that. So in my downtime lately, I've been running um, and doing, you know, and driving um, things yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. You, you were telling me the other day that you've been just driving, haven't you? Yep, you yep. Yeah, this is in there. Because of COVID, there was yeah. an opportunity. Um, there was everything just shut down, and then there was um, in the coming out of the first lockdown, um, there was an opportunity of a Channel Four show, um, and a, a Welsh company um, podding. So basically, they were isolating um, and filming with big crew, but um, nobody in, nobody out. And I went for the job. Um, which is weird <laughs> i went for the job as art runner because they'd already crewed up the um the uh, prop hand so they've already crewed that that one so i couldn't get that one so they said you know art runner and that was running the the prop hand things and going back and forth for him um in in a covid literally in a covid safe environment um but weird thing is my hearing aid broke <laughs> one side and I had no replacement, so I, I literally um, called them up, basically, and said, can't do it. Um, I, I'd like to do it, but what is the chances that, yeah, you know, so what, what is the health and safety it. reasons? Yeah. And they got back to yeah. me, and they were like, they were upset more than I was. I was like, oh, you know, um, yeah, but then they, um, a week later, they said, um, but could you... Um, run the rushes for us because our normal runner is on it all the time and he hasn't got the time to go to Bristol so I did that and I learned COVID safety protocols um, procedures um, it was amazing to see what what come out of it what how tv is going to bounce back um, or the tv industry is going to bounce back the media yeah. industry bounce back yeah. left right and center so yeah and I got and it was such an insight um, to another part of the cog, as you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I, I, you should have seen it. It was lovely because I'm driving and I'm like, yeah, yeah. This and I'm building up skills in driving as well um, because you just go on cross country, but you've also got parking skills and oh my god, yeah. And but um, skills and everything. And and out out of it, I learned. Um, petty cash buying and budgeting and um, spreadsheeting and everything um, and industry spreadsheeting because it's not exactly the same no, as it's not the same. No. yeah yeah and receipt and oh well, yeah the receipt skill thing yeah so the skills I've built in the last four years through skill Cymru all the way through have just slotted into place so yeah so where I'm going next is um, at the moment, it's really weird. I'm getting job offers for out of industry jobs, which I'm not turning down. But at the same time, I'm still keeping in the industry um, and wanting to work in that. Yeah. So yeah, um, the, late, the latest job offer is to be media 
TV production um, mentor for people out of work. It's really weird because I'm like, you know, cut this short. I'm like, I can't find a job for myself. How am I going to find? But um, I've got skills in compute for computers, so yeah, I can yeah, yeah. pull up job at job um, vacancies and and I've been through that period that that transition of coming on yeah through, yeah so, um, so you're helping coming, other people as well that's, that's helping other people yeah <laughs> so yeah um uh, yeah I'm gonna take that until I find other work because it is literally as a it's the downtime at the moment because of covid it's just very obscure and and nobody knows really what's happening a few productions are coming back up um and I've got people going, are you interested in that? Are you? And I'm like, yes, yes. When it comes up, I'll do that. Um, and Bad Wolf, I've been in contact with Bad Wolf as well. And, you know, they're keeping their eyes out. So because, yeah, the art department's a very close department. So, you know. Um, I think every department's the same, to be honest with you. They're all yeah. the family, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and so, you know. It's, it's nice to have that people behind me, you know, going, yeah, well, we'll keep you in mind. And yeah, you're really good. You do really good on that. So I think future wise, yeah, I think I'd love to come back to Skill Comrade Mind. Just such a walk in the park then, because now you have to go out in the real world and you have to phone people up and you have to kind of lag a job. And it was funny because Misha's podcast, you know, she was like, she's always phoning people. She's yeah, always very, very dropping good. emails. She's very, she's very proactive. Yeah, yeah. Really and I'm thing. like, something I can learn from Misha again is actually phone them. And yeah. literally, if you haven't got their phone number, drop them an email, find a stalk. And I think the word she used, stalk. <laughs> or is that my my yeah, take on what she was to, doing? I think you politely stalk, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm lately, I mean, because of what I went through with Skill Cymru and and the confidence I ooze now, um it's just wow you know and i can't thank you guys enough because that one there, you know, <laughs> that one there. yeah that one yeah. um yeah and on that note yeah yeah and and do it i've been doing graphics and and i've just been doing everything i can like everybody else in the in a pandemic or pandemic um you know and literally surviving as as much as you can i mean and I think because I've got skills, I know I can move, I can just drop in. I mean, you know, it's, it's just knowing for other um, apprentices coming on board now. I mean, I've seen real tapes and stuff like that on, on your website. I mean, so, you know, and I've been reminded by um, yeah, Nadine. Yeah, we do have a website. So if you need and, and, and the news, newsletter and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I literally you know you come into the world you go out into the, uh, the world and and you you know and you forget about all the just check just checking you know yeah, and, but the new intakes and stuff like that that come in after us you know and it's nice to see it's still happening you know skill company is still happening um and in an uncertain time you diversity and you know adversity and Right, well, I'm going to stop you there before you start yeah. rambling on. <laughs> I could talk forever, sorry. Because <laughs> I'm so excited. The industry yeah. is exciting. Yeah. Thanks, Barry. No, thank you.